It is September already. 2022, September. How do we get here, Dane? My it's crazy, man. This year's flying by. Flying by, buddy. Flying by. I feel like you and I talk, you know, on a pretty regular basis, you know, but it's like the um, um, next thing you know, you know, it's that, that project or that person, you know, you, you haven't spent any time on it or you haven't seen that person, talked to that person in too long. Here we are at September. Christmas will be here soon, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Just in time for the new uh, new XR headsets, right? That's right, right. So, you know, we've been talking about this. So we want to kind of get everyone uh, to kind of chime in on this. So, so leave your comments in the in the feed. Love to hear what you guys have to say. But Dan and I have been talking about, um, as we sit here in September 2022, it's a lot of hype. There's a lot of communication. There's a lot of leaks around new headsets coming out. Who's going to do what? When's it going to happen? And, you know, I mean, the big picture, we, again, we want to hear you guys' comments, uh, what you have to say about it, if you give a rip or not. But I mean, you know, Dane, let's start with you. Are you hearing anything that you're excited about? What, what are your kind of thoughts about some of the, again, there's the hype that's going around right now about Cambria and, you know, <laughs> Apple and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so my perspective on it is obviously every time you improve the, you know, the the screen, you know, resolution, you know, the, the quality of the experience gets better. Right. But I would argue that like going to a really, a much higher quality, you know, display from where we're at right now, like you, you know, the, the quest two is pretty good. Right. Um, and there's other, you know, devices on the market that have really high end displays, uh, like Vario and, and others. And so, yeah, I, I don't, I'm happy to see that kind of stuff improve right because i think it it helps the the user you know adoption on it too but really you know it sounds funny but a lot of the things that i'm really excited about aren't necessarily like i mean they're they're big kind of shifts but they're not big like technological shifts right so what i mean by that is i'm excited about like the potential for pancake lenses you know to make the headset smaller right and it's but the funny thing, like, I'm not excited about the pancake lenses from like a resolution perspective. I'm just excited because it's going to be lighter on the face. And I think yeah. people are going to be yeah. more interested in wearing that for longer. Um, I'm excited about the potential for RGB cameras, right? Because, uh, you know, the inside out tracking on the Quest for the last, you know, since the Quest came out has right. largely just been to you know, track the environment and make sure you don't run into a wall or something. Right. Right. Whereas I think it'll actually be a feature now, right? Like, you know, if I wanted to do a, a virtual desktop where, you know, I'm sitting in a hotel room, but I want to feel like I'm in my office with all of my, you know, monitors and things like that. Um, you know, having passed through so I could see my desk, but the monitors are virtual above it kind of thing so I don't spill my coffee over when I'm going to you know interact with things or something mm -hmm. um, I think that that's a really important aspect of it um, but like RGB cameras aren't anything new I mean they're new relative to the XR mm -hmm. space but like I mean every smartphone has an RGB camera so like none of this stuff is necessarily like a technological I, I guess you could maybe argue that for pancake lenses but like you know it's it's more of like we're getting a better understanding of the form factor that we want and we're making, we're like fine tuning it to where it actually fits, you know, what, what the consumer, you know, needs, despite it not being like a huge, 
huge jump. So anyway, what's, what's your perspective? No, I mean, let me, so let me ask you this. I mean, cause something that comes to mind is I was having a conversation with, with my, my daughter, Maddie, uh, I think it was yesterday we were talking about this and she asked me, she says, you know, do you feel like VR is going to hit this time, right? It's going to get adopted, you know? And, and if so, is it going to be the consumer side or the enterprise side? Which one's going to really kind of advance this? And I hear you talking about more of the kind of utilitarian or kind of business side of mm. VR, but maybe on consumer devices, right? I mean, because when you talk about traveling with your VR headset and having a home office while you're on the road in a hotel room, most people don't care. Most people who buy consumers <laughs> yeah. who buy VR headsets don't care about that. They're, they care they're, about Beat yeah. Saber and audio and, and that kind of stuff and the games and realism. I think there's there's maybe there's there's like the consumer gaming side. There's the enterprise side that you and I both live in with regards to, you know, training people and training experiences in in factories or rugged environments, how to do boring stuff. Right. But I think there's almost it sounds like you've got some some interest in. It's kind of in between. Right. It's the utility utility side of consumer implementations mm -hmm. of of VR. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, you know, I, th I think that's an interesting point. I also think it's uh, kind of funny, like how many markets are led by gaming, right? Like you think yeah. about the personal yeah. computer, you think about smartphones, you think about like a lot of the, the things that are very pervasive in the society that we live in today started with, you know, gaming applications, you know, like, it, it, like when... That's not uh, a bad thing. No, no. It, I mean, we'll you it. have to because it's <laughs> like playing games is something that's like kind of human, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's entertainment. And so it's good to start there because it gets everybody adopting it and using it. Um, but I think like the real value gets delivered when, when the, the rubber meets the road, like on the industrial side. And I mean, in, I mean, value from like a, a business perspective. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what's driving my interest. I also think like having RGB or like, you know, better, you know, camera system on the front of a lot of these headsets, like I'm hopeful that you can do things like launch experiences from a QR code or, you know, sign into a headset from a QR code. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the, I don't know if you have the same experience, Scott, but like, you know, the, the typing experience on any XR device is not, uh, Right. Not not at parity with uh, with computers at all. Not till we get that tactile feedback like we've yeah, talked about. Or you can use those, those keyboards that are like the. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but what I mean, what, what's exciting to you about about what you're seeing? Or are you excited? Are you kind you of know, like, are you the jaded old man now in the space that. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> hey, don't insult me, man. Don't call me jaded. Hey. I, I'm <laughs> saying that you're wise. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I. So I. I tend to look at things, and, and it's it. It's a. It's a. It's maybe it's a, a too narrow of a, of a focus, but I tend to look at things. A lot of things are black or white to me, right? That device. I, I look at something like Magic Leap, and it's like, okay, you've got a cord hanging off that is tethered to a processor, or a device is tethered to, uh, you know, to a, something you wear on your belt. Number one, I can't use that in a factory. I don't care about it. But mm. and, and I tend to be that way to a fault. So I mm. tend to kind of partition off, okay, VR, the the quest two and the quest is kind of good enough for what we're doing in our factories in my day job in a training room for training experiences on, you know, fire extinguisher training or you know, fall protection, that kind of stuff. So I just kind of say VR is for the training room, it's good enough. 
but I think maybe that's not the right attitude to take because you and I have talked about this, Dane. It's, it's not, it's not all about me or you, right? It's this a whole big uh, ecosystem in, in XR. And I think if it's good for the industry, then it's good for all of us. You know, the, what is it? The high tide rises all boats. I think it's, it's good for all of us as devices get smaller, as companies like Pico, Apple, Meta, even Magic Leap, Vario, as these companies are successful and they refine their products over time, it is good for all of us. It's good for the industry, which is good for us. It gives us credibility and adoption and momentum. Um, I may not care about a lot of the aforementioned devices, but I do care about seeing XR mm-hmm. more widespread and adopted and mainstream. And I and I absolutely believe that's where we're going. Yeah, well, so like, have you seen the newest... Uh... Uh, interview with Zuckerberg on the the Joe Rogan podcast. I had that three hours and twenty five minutes of <laughs> Duck and uh, JRE. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so like, what's what's your perspective on? You know, like I th- I think it's interesting. The thing that I, I will say, um, and I don't know that I would defend Zuckerberg um, very often, but I I will say I was impressed with his ability to say uh, that he was surprised by certain applications, right? Mm-hmm. Like he talked about, mm-hmm. um, you know, sports, right? Like he never expected that like boxing and, you know, all these yeah. uh, these kind of gamified uh, workout, you know, platforms would become yeah. as big as they have, you know, as fast. Like what, what do you think would be a surprise application in enterprise? Uh, that... <laughs> in enterprise? Yeah. I don't like... know because I, I am, I was surprised as well to see, um work simulator be so popular yeah i've got a real life job i'm not i'm not looking to simulate work i mean it's like if i want to go work at a fast food place i could do that um what do you so what do you think about that imagine so this is just a crazy thought that i had uh sorry uh but imagine like if in the future somebody gamifies like essentially creates work simulator but you're actually doing a job for somebody somewhere and so, like, you're playing a game because you think it's fun and it's gamified mm-hmm. to a certain point, but it's actually driving some kind of thing on the back end running a business. So you're inadvertently or unbeknowingly, you're actually, you know, doing micro tasks or some sort of processing. So you are now like a cobot. You're now in yeah. your game. You're outputting some actual work that's benefiting a business somewhere. That's yeah. You heard it first here on XR Work, folks. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> you brought it up. well, like imagine, like you know, in in that situation, or like maybe it's just that, like you could use that even on LinkedIn. You know, like you can imagine that there's some kind of game where if you get above a certain score, then you get a certification that you're, you know, able to do X Y Z. Yeah, yeah. And so that's I think that's that's where things get interesting because you know in the past like a video game doing a task on a video game hasn't been a proxy for doing it in real life. Right. Like I, I love call of duty, but I would, <laughs> I would never me try too, that man. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Uh, and what's interesting to me about like this transition to VR is that it is a proxy because you're physically doing the task a lot of times. Now I think it's going to depend on the task. Like if it requires you to lift a hundred pounds and you know, you do it in VR, that's, you know, if you can't do that physically in real life, then that yeah. doesn't really, you know, uh, tran- you know, transition one to the other. 
But I do think there will be some opportunities where things like Work Simulator are, hmm. you know, they teach you a skill set or whatever, and then you know you can contribute based on that. I think that's a, that's an interesting concept. Absolutely. Where'd you get that one from? Did you come up with that? It's, you inspire me, Scott. That's all I can say. <laughs> no, I think about it a, kind of a, from a different angle, though I absolutely, I love that, man. I, I think I've been spending a lot of time lately thinking about how do we take, because driving adoption uh, at work, you know, with, with the use of XR is a big thing for me lately. And um, how do we take and get folks incented to demonstrate a skill in VR, perhaps, um, that like, so like in, in our job, um, I can hook my, uh, you know, map my run or my run keeper or something up and it pushes, you know, it pushes data up to the cloud. We have a platform at work that I get, it transfers into points, uh, kind of mm. like cash rewards. And I get, you know, a $25 gift certificate every month to Amazon because of my workouts or, mm. you know, I, because I went to the dentist or I went to a smoking cessation class or whatever. I think about the same sort of thing. I've been looking at it from the angle of how do we take some of that same thing? And, and so when you go certify on a skill in VR or go through a training simulation or do something that related to your job, how can we tie that back around and give you credits, give you, you know, coins as it were in, in real life? How can we give you amazon.com gift cards as a result of that. So I look at it maybe from kind of the carrot leading the horse, as opposed to, um, you know, the virtual horse um, being, you know, providing work output, like, like you mentioned. So I think there's a couple of ways. I think the sky's the limit, man. I mean, we, we yeah. just getting into this deal, right? Well, what I was just thinking about, sorry, I don't yeah. know. I don't even know what we're going to name this. Oh, uh, you're on a roll today, <laughs> so, man. We're going to let so, you go. I mean, like, imagine, you know, we get into like a real metaverse, like people are going to do different things. Like you're going to mm -hmm. have an economy that, that kind of pops up, right? Like whether yeah. or not people get paid for the economy is one thing, but like, you know, in order to run a society, if you will, like you have to have people that do all these different tasks. And like, it's interesting to think about like if someday people doing something in the metaverse will help expose them to things that they're excited about and will help them make career choices based on the things that they first tried out mm -hmm. in the virtual you know, setting. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's that company, uh, I think it's called transfer transfer VR that does, um, you know, job simulation stuff and they do it with like community colleges or Votech schools. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, you want to see what it's like to be a mechanic. We'll go in and do this kind of job simulator and you may find that it's not for you or, you know, kind of mm -hmm. exposures to different things for young people or someone looking for a career change. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a, it's just interesting to me because you know, like uh, I think about I mean, you know, I feel like anybody before this technology has kind of been available like in order to understand if you liked being a mechanic, you had to yeah. go and find somebody who was willing to let you watch them be a mechanic and yeah. you know, do all these things. And like you can do it to a certain extent with like video now but i also you know there's a lot of statistics around like people are way more um like they're apt to be uh over um like over confident that they can do things after they've watched it on video mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and so like i just don't think that that video method translates well to like what it actually is like but, but i think I, there's 
but I think there's a use for that where like we've talked about at work doing, you know, career fair, someone or job fair, someone walks up and says, Oh, I see you're looking for forklift drivers. I'm great at driving, you know, a, a forklift. Oh, really? Here, here's this headset. Put this on. We want you to go through the simulator. Let's see how good you yep. are. You know, so I, I think Absolutely. there's same sort of well, thing, right? I also think this is kind of an interesting tool because it allows you to give kind of like proficiency tests, um, but like, totally. but it's it's proficiency like in a different way. And so, you know, it, like let's say the world moves away from the tradition of like everybody getting college degrees kind of thing, right? We've talked about this in other episodes where it's like, do you need a college degree to work in this space? You know, I think no. pre-tests are going to be you know, something that we probably move towards as a society, right? So, you know, I don't care if you were a, you know, a fireman before, if you can, you know, code in, um, you know, if you can, if you're, if you're also a Unity developer, like you don't have to have a degree in developing Unity, you just need to be able to show it to me or, right. you know, forklift or what, you know, whatever. I think that's sure. an interesting concept. Do you have the core skill sets, the propensity to be able to, the aptitude to be able to do this, even though that's not what your background says you, you've you been doing, right? Yeah, well, so I think there's two sides of it. I think it's, uh, you know, can you test for ability, you know, beforehand, and then it's also accelerating the time frame to proficiency after mm -hmm. hiring, right? So, like, I can provide you experiences that we couldn't otherwise provide you, and so you're going to learn this in three months instead of in nine yeah. or something like that. I'm over here playing checkers, man, and you're playing chess. You are you are on today, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, got me thinking about some crazy stuff. But Deep yeah, I mean, for, so like, I guess in the short term, get me off of this this futuristic hype train here. In the short term, you know, how do you see? Like, do you do you think that there's going to be a point where it's like, okay, we don't buy a HoloLens anymore and we don't buy an Oculus anymore. We just buy the MR headset, you know, because you kind of have the capability to do both with that. Like, do you see there at this point, do you think there'll be a consolidation or do you think we're still a ways out from that? I, I mean, I, I think we're a ways out, but I think the natural progression, right, is we went from a big giant computer underneath our desk that our employer was afraid to give us because they thought we would be, you know, looking at, um, you know, inappropriate pictures all day on the, the interwebs. We've gone mm -hmm. from that to where laptop standard, you've got to have it to do your job or to be in school or whatever. We've gone, now we're going to handheld devices. Um, and I think the progression, right, is we're going from immobile, bigger devices to smaller mobile devices. And I think the progression is it goes to body-worn devices and those body-worn devices head mounted or, or, you know, body, um, uh, worn, you know, wearables. I think the natural progression is the devices are going to get smaller. They're going to get thinner. They're going to get more lightweight. And that convergence, you know, that, that I hear you talking about where it's not uh, a quest in a training room and Google glasses out on the shop floor. It's a device for both scenarios, right? With turn on, turn off, you know, virtual augmented, that sort of thing. I do think it's going to happen. I, I, I think we're a ways out, but what's a ways? Who knows? I, I could sit here and say, yeah, I think we're, you know, three to five years away from a single device catching on and, and being the kind of standard. It could happen in six months for all I know. I mean, it's the way things are going. Nothing surprises me, Dane. What do you think? 
is it going to happen? And yeah, quit? well, I mean, with Apple coming out, you know, we we know there's some Apple. device coming. Right? Oh, we've all seen the pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've all seen the pictures. We've seen the leaks. Like, you know, leaks. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we 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 just don't know. Like, I would say they're the wild card in all this, you know, because I I do think that of everything that Apple does form factor is what they nail every time, yeah. right? Like they make it smooth. They make it not frustrating. Like that's kind of their forte, right? It works, and man. So, and it's easy to use. Yeah. Yeah. My guess though, is that their first headset's probably not going to be, I think it'll be good. Like, I think it'll be an excellent headset yeah. at whatever they do, but I don't think it's going to be anything brand new. I think it's going to be, you know, essentially a, a, an improvement on, the best in market right now is, is would be my perspective because um but are you worried about that do you feel like if a first pass by apple comes out less than super amazing you think it's gonna is it gonna hurt our progression or is it just everyone's gonna have to kind of lighten up and realize that this is major electronics we're talking about here it's not that easy to nail the first time yeah you know i actually i think that there's there's too many apple fans that I, I don't, I think, I think it'll disappoint the niche, you know, group of people like you and I, and, you know, all of our, our friends in this space. Yeah. Um, but I think to the average consumer, like there's people that buy, you know, $700 stands for their Macs, you yeah. know, because it's an Apple product. So I think, yeah. I think there's going to be, there's, there's kind of two benefits. I think Apple will make a really good product, whatever it is. And I think too, they'll have an installed fan base that will buy it regardless because yeah. it's a, it's an Apple product and there's, there's kind of a brand, you know, around that. Yeah. I'll tell you what I think, man, you know, I think you've got low end and high end kind of ranges of in this industry. Right. And there's, there's certainly stuff on the, the fringes, but I think as long as the range keeps advancing, I think the, that kind of median, that kind of, middle tier right continues to advance as well so it kind of pushes everything along it's uh, i, I don't no. think they're going to do anything to hurt the, the batting average of xr no. i think it's going to improve uh you know the question is is how much does yeah. it improve it but it, it's well, going to be a step in the right direction no matter what they do i think yeah well and like the margin between the upper and the lower always converges over time right like yeah. you know, think about tv is like yeah. You know, even 15 years ago, it's like you had like the crazy expensive, like flat screens that weren't <laughs> yeah. even really very flat. Right. Yeah. And then you had like the bubble tube TVs or whatever. And then, you know, everything kind of comes to, and now you can get TVs that are 8k for, you know, 600 bucks or whatever. And you got them at Walmart, you know, 70 yeah. inch. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be a similar story. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of hype around. There's different announcements, right? So you got Meta, Meta talking about Cambria, Apple's going to do reality OS or whatever it is, you know, the, the, the word on the street is they're going to call it. Um, Google Glass is making a play again, or is it the new device or the same device? I don't know. Um, magically, Vario, um, Pico, I just got the three and now they're talking about the four. Um, you know, I mean, anything that you're really just super excited about, or do you feel like it all just kind of ends up being um you know just kind of moving the needle a little bit yeah 
I would, so I would say that there's there's kind of three things that I'm I'm really excited about. I think one would be the Apple announcement, whatever that is, because yeah. I think that's been like the looming thing for years, right? Like we've, we've right. heard and heard that it's going to come out. And so I think that'll be like a good, it'll benchmark everybody, right? We can say, okay, well, you know, Apple feels like this is the benchmark for what they can do well. And I think that'll be valuable for the market. Um I would say uh, I'm interested in the kind of Pico meta, you know, battle going on there as far as like the new headsets, if they have the pass through, you know, RGB and, you know, all those different things. Um, I'm interested in what that is going to look like. And also like as a, as an add on, it's not a hardware update, but like uh, figuring, like kind of figuring out, what is the enterprise plan for some of these, you know, headsets? Like, I think Pico's done a decent job of, you know, kind of talking through like, okay, it's more kind of open Android, you know, manage it in this way. But like, you know, the, we all know that, you know, the, the quest for business got canceled, you know, end of last year. And like, there's been frustrations, you know, there. And so I'm ready for all of the management aspects of this to kind of get sorted out as well. Um, yeah. Because I, I don't think it's good. Like from an enterprise perspective, we're just not in a good place. Uh, from we're the, not for deploying. We're not. I had someone reach out to me today about you know, hey, I want to show a bunch of stuff on a Quest Two in a in a uh, a meeting at work, and it's like in, in a in a factory. I'm like, well, good luck with that, right? Because you're gonna have to side quest that thing. You're gonna have to side load that. You're not going to get on company Wi-Fi because we don't, you know, necessarily allow, you know, that device on our company Wi-Fi for security issues and blah, blah, blah. So it's like we're still struggling. I'm looking my OFB. I got it up there, you know, and it's like and I've got 15 or 20 of them in the field. Um, we're not using them, you know, and um, it's not been super easy. But what about, you know, what about Manage XR and, and, and Arbor XR and these guys, you know, or is there is there uh yeah. Are I they going to help out with that? Can any one of them jump in and solve that problem? Yeah. So I think both of them have done a really great job of building a good platform, you know, to help manage devices. I think the problem though, is that they can't fundamentally, it comes back down to a consumer device on meta has T's and C's for consumers. Yes. And Arbor and manage, like they can't change that, right? Like that's a, that's a native software <laughs> thing on the headset. And so yeah. again, like I think the dominoes have to start falling with, with meta to at least give a direction on where some of these right. things are going. Um, yeah. It's an interesting time, man. It's an interesting time. I, uh, I like, I was telling my daughter yesterday, I think this is, this is one of the greatest times I mean, I think to be in technology, it feels to me like, well, it feels to, to me and your dad, like back in the <laughs> mid '90s, you know, when the, when the the information superhighway was getting fired up and people were building websites, you know, it's it's a great time to be here. And I think you guys like you and I are maybe a little spoiled. We have a little bit. Of, we're a little tough to impress with some of this stuff. But I think there's some good there's some good changes coming up. I'm I'm optimistic, and I hope you are too, Dane. Oh yeah, no, I mean I I you know I think about and just to take a slight tangent, like I think about you know like. Uh, there's there's so many areas of society where being able to connect people in a way that doesn't rely on them being in the same location is going to be really valuable, right? And so yeah, I'm I'm super inspired every day by 
all the things that are happening in this space and you know the the fact that there's so many smart people and large businesses throwing money behind you know moving this stuff forward so absolutely i'm optimistic and like i, I don't mean to sound jaded you know when we talk about some of these things and and um you know maybe i'm i'm i sound underwhelmed but um i just think it's it's pragmatic to think about you know, what does this really mean for us and and uh you know and at least you know especially you know in the xr at work community right make sure that we're communicating a realistic you know timeline on things right um as we progress so well i'm gonna encourage everyone like i just had the the better look at my my new little ticker i got here right tell us what you think <laughs> in the comments below as we sit here in september 2022 you know a little bit about what dan and i think i'm an old crabby dude he's jaded but we're still we're <laughs> optimistic about what's happening i think I think next month at AES is going to be a new opportunity to see some new advancements from vendors. I know you went to AWE last fall and came back with some good insights and maybe some renewed optimism uh, and a neat perspective. We've got a, an episode on XR at work about that. I think next month will be we go, be good for the industry um, at AES. What do you, what do you think? Oh yeah, I'm super excited and I would encourage you guys too. So Scott and I both got XR at work shirts. Uh, so we, we do. Have- we have our branded uh, XR at Work t-shirts. Uh, so if you if you see us walking around with our XR at Work t-shirts on uh, or otherwise, uh, feel free to to come stop and say hi. Um, we'll actually be doing kind of, uh, you know, live, well, live, sorry. We'll be doing a live recording yeah. <laughs> of, uh, of you know, various things that we find interesting and talking to some of our friends in the space. Um, so if you're interested in, you know, being a guest on XR at Work, um, or hear more about that, uh, let us know as well. So, Matt, Dane, it's good to talk to you. I'm excited about things that are going to happen uh, in the near future in some of these releases, and I'm excited about AES, like I know you are, and getting to see some some of our friends. Uh, we appreciate the community. Uh, Dane, I appreciate you, and I'm, I'm glad that we uh, we had this opportunity to get together, and and I learn a lot from you every time we, uh, we talk. Thank you very much. Yeah, right back at you, Scott. All right. Talk to you soon. Yep. All right. See ya.